Welcome everybody to the post game pod with Ramon Hernandez and with me as always the analyst man himself the X's and O God AJ Raja. What a do baby we're back division previews over unders this will be your guide to potentially winning millions I would say you know do do your own research, make your own decisions. But hey, I'm putting my mortgage on on these on these picks, mortgage. You know, but hey, you know this is just advice. We mm-hmm. we take no responsibility. Driving you know? driving across straight uh, state lines so you can download DraftKings. Yeah, and hey, you know, to call one eight hundred a gambler if you have an addiction. Oh, I love that. I love that. The the disclaimer on every gamble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah call call 1-800-REDLINE. <laughs> Get out of here. Dude, it, you got you to gotta gamble everything you got, bro. How do you know? You're never going to know if you could have won unless you're left, you're, you're left with nothing. Yeah. Tired. Of, yeah. You, you Listen, if you win, you get more money and you could buy more stuffs. Yeah. If you lose, you're finally free from all material possessions and you can live life as it was meant to be lived. Yeah. So either way you're winning, baby. And if you yourself don't have money, there's, there's credit cards. There's actually asking loan sharks for credit. Yeah. You can walk into your bank and just be like, Hey, can you give me like 10 grand? Yeah. yeah. And no interest. And they'll probably do it. Yeah. I, I have a cousin that uh, he used to love gambling on online poker he got divorced, but I think he's happier now. Hey, yeah, because now he can spend time with his one true love. Yeah, poker. Yeah, get the guess what? He he. The only thing he really lost was his nagging wife. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> can't win no bets on that. Some people, most people, say you can't win for losing, but he did. Hey, <laughs> stay uh, hard. How about how about FIBA? Have you been keeping up with FIBA? No, we need your FIBA update. I, I I know the U.S. lost to Lithuania or some shit, right? Dude, they lost. They lost hard. Well, because well, wasn't it like not really a game they needed to win, right? Uh, not necessarily, but you know, I mean, you don't want to get blown out like that. That's true. That's true. They were down by a like double digits, dude. A lot, like because I think I think Lith- Lithuania had hit their first their first nine shots, and they were all like threes. And you, you know, know the, the the US team, but not, it's not, it, when when's the knockout round? Uh, they start. I think they start tomorrow. All right. Yeah, and um. So we'll find out tomorrow. What's so, the deal? So Jaron Jackson is their center, and then their backup center is Walker Walker Kessler. They're not really, and they'll put they'll put Paolo at the five sometimes, but they're not really they're not really they don't really have anybody like like a big rim protector. You know what I mean? Anybody that can get yeah, because Rudy Gobert's playing for France. <laughs> Rudy Gobert, anybody you know, anybody that can pick up you know rebounds, crash the boards. They don't really have dudes like that. Yeah, they say they 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 seem like they've gone like uh, small ball, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, Canada's kicking ass. All right, cool. Hey, if we lose to Canada, if Canada uh, stays longer than us, we might as well retire the game of basketball. Canceling the season. Hey, listen, they're not world champions. Oh, they played Italy tomorrow at 5 a.m. 
540 a.m. I'm going I'm to try to watch that in the afternoon for sure. Italy. Italy. Who's playing on Italy? Uh, Andres Beatrice. Fontecchio. Never heard of him. <laughs> He's in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who else. I don't know. I, I don't know many. Mario. Super Mario. It's a me, Mario. Bubba boopity. Yeah, so starting tomorrow, I think those are the elimination rounds. So that's going to be dope, man. It's going to be dope. All right. Well, listen, I'll try to, now that they're in the elimination side, maybe I'll try to catch it, you know? <sighs> Let's see. Let's see here. I'm going to take a look at this Italy team, right? See, on ESPN2. It's not even on ESPN. Well, all right. It, you can catch it all on ESPN+. Plus, Dude, who wants to be on ESPN now? Who wants to be on ESPN? Dude, ESPN2. Who wants to be on ESPN? I, would, I, I, would, I think, I feel... That ESPN two probably at this point has better programming. You want to see more Stephen A. The they should just call it the the S stands for Stephen A. Yeah, it's Stephen A.'s world. We're all just living in it, baby. Do you hear? All right, that? let's see. A. Polonara. S. Fontecchio. Nikolai Bailey. Bopperi <laughs> What's this guy over here? Prego sauce? Come on. Luigi. Pablo, Luigi. Tromby. Oh, man. This team, gonna, okay, listen. I say we beat uh, Italy by um, 22. I think so. Anybody Anybody else in the NBA? I don't think anybody else here is on the NBA. Yeah, we, we'd be in by at least 22. Just Simone Fontecchio. Yeah. All right, let's jump. Let's jump into these previews, man. What the Atlantic Division? Yep, the Atlantic. Uh, the Atlantic Division. Who do you want to? Who do you want to start with? We'll start with Boston, maybe everybody's favorite team. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's the everybody's favorite, right? The hipster favorite. Okay, we got here's the starting lineup. Okay, Derek White. Jalen Brown, mm-hmm. Jay Tatum, mm-hmm. Christo Paps already injured, Porzingis. Plantar fasciitis? Yep. Listed as day-to-day. Al Horford. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Key reserves. Okay. Malcolm Brod- Brogdon. Right. Peyton, uh, Peyton Pritchard. Still on the team. Uh, Robert Williams III, obviously. Mm-hmm. O'Shea Brissett. Uh, rookies, Jordan Walsh, uh, nothing much else to speak of. Obviously they had a big loss. Big loss was, uh, Marcus Smart, Marcus Smat. And, um, they obviously got Crystal Paps Porzingis. Don't don't forget. They also lost Grant Williams. They also lost Grant Williams, uh, to free agency. Right. And they lost, um, uh no, well, sign and trade, right? What's the difference? Did they do a sign and trade for Grant Williams? I thought they lost yeah. it with free agency. No, sign and trade. Okay. Um. To the to the Mavs. And then, uh, they also traded away Danilo Gallinari, right? As part of the Porzingis thing, right? Yeah. So, uh, 
They extended Jalen Brown to the richest contract um, in uh, in history, right? Um, so, so what? He's going to learn how to dribble now? Hey, 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 hey. Is that is right. that what was missing? Is that was he was he? Hey, he just needed the money to basically get taught. Maybe you know, he's like, oh, once I get paid three hundred million dollars, then I'll go ahead and um, maybe you know, learn how to dribble. Maybe uh, with with that money, he can hire a gardener so he's not cutting his hand right before the playoffs. Hey, what the fuck, man? Jesus Christ, for real. Okay, good. I hope. Hey. Money, money can't buy you happiness, but maybe it'll it'll help improve his dribble, his handle. All right, so you know what do we think of that new starting lineup? White, right in from uh, Smot is gone. Uh, um, Brown, uh, Tatum, Porzingis. You, you want my thoughts? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's hear. Um, it. On paper, I think it looks better, but I don't think. Uh, I I think. Um, Porzingis with his history, this might not work. They'll just be if Porzingis gets injured. So basically, they'll just be the same team without Marcus Smart and Grant Williams. Yeah, I mean, I I think a few. So the I think the upside's high, right? With this team, right? The downside is also is it, higher. Is it? Who's who's playing defense for this team? I mean. You got if you need defensive at center, you put in you know Rob Williams, right? Okay. Uh, Brown and Tatum are decent defenders. White's a good decent defender. Uh-huh. Um, Brogdon's not bad. He's not like a liability. But right? he's always injured. He is a liability. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got again. The I say the downside is higher. You have higher downside, okay. right? Because if this doesn't work out, you could be, you know, you're still probably making the playoffs, uh-huh. but you're. You may be middling, like fifth, fifth, sixth seed. Okay. Um, so, um, but I think the, the highest, what was the biggest problem for the Celtics last year in the playoffs? Coaching, coaching and also scoring. Right. But they have Jason Tatum on the team and Jalen Brown. Yeah. But the, the problem was facilitation and scoring in, in the playoffs down the stretch. Right. So you get rid of smart. You put in Derek White. He's better scorer, a better facilitator. Right. Obviously, better. Brown and Tatum. Porzingis is a huge. He's way better at on offense than Grant. Right. He's an actual threat out there. Yeah, but he can't shoot from the bench. Yeah, but he's going to start. Oh, we'll see. You know, uh, he's listed as day to day already. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm listen. I, okay, I, okay, I'm I'm do, I'm doing the optimist. I'm doing the optimist. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is this is the team that's also the second highest odds to win the championship, um, plus five hundred uh, consensus odds to win the championship. Okay. Uh-huh. So, um, I think again, I think if they are able to, um, uh, if they're able to stay healthy, that's number one, especially Porzingis, um. I think this team will be able to score. This is a clear move by the team into saying basically, hey, we don't think you can win with defense. We need to score. We need to be able to score. We're going high upside. You got three guys on the team who could easily score 20 points, right? Before you only had two. So you're counting Porzingis? 
Yeah, I'm counting Porzingis, dude. Oh, yeah, okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hey, did you watch Porzingis last year? Wasn't that a contract That's, year? Like, if you're getting, he's still in a contract year because he opted in to okay. his deal, so he's playing on a one year deal right now. Okay, okay. You know, um, I just, uh, I don't know. I think Porzingis can can get pushed around a lot. I don't think he's going to be. Uh, I mean, oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, he signed a two-year, sixty billion dollars extension. So it's not even like he's not like he's not that. You know, he's not getting paid that much, right? Right. Last year, okay. Last year he played sixty-five games. Listen, they get sixty-five games out of Porzingis. That's real good, right? Yeah, that's real good. That's real good. Thirty-two I... minutes, thirty-three minutes a game. Shot thirty-nine percent from three, eighty-five from free throw, eight boards. You know, yeah. uh, one and a half blocks. Okay, 20, 23.2 points. And this was on a poopoo doo doo uh, Washington team where. There's no, you don't think there's a possibility that that's a, what, what is it? Uh, good stats, bad team? Yeah, but if he would had it, he had to be almost like a number one guy because Beal oh. got hurt so early. So if he, him as the number one guy, he could do that. He's a number three right now, sometimes okay. number two. Okay. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what, what just worries me? Him and Robert Williams both being out. And then you're yes. left Al Horford. Yeah, the depth is a big hit, right? Like, if, say, Brogdon, a lot of your key players are either old or are injury-prone. Brogdon, Porzingis, Horford, if those all those three go out at the same time, uh, you're, you're pretty much, the season's probably done. Yeah. For a significant amount of time. Yeah. Especially was it was it not last season, but the season before that, the 2021, 2022 or yeah, 2021, 2022 season. Was it the one where? Oh, yeah. Where when the Warriors won and Robert Williams was hurt, but they just kept telling him, yeah, just keep playing. Just keep playing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then also Robert Williams is injury prone. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, four guys. Um, I mean, Horford's not really injury prone. He's just older. Right. So you might need more right. rest. Uh-huh. Um, but if you get any of those, if you get two of those four hurt, you might be able to survive. But if three or four of them get hurt, obviously four of them get hurt sober, right? Right. Um, they they also this is, some improvements uh of, uh on the coaching staff. So they they surrounded Missoula with with uh veteran with, coaches. Yeah. yeah. I I think this is our last shot again to win a title. Like, think so? I think it's their last best shot because Horford's probably going to age out. After that, they would probably have to make more moves. Uh, the 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 headline for 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 Bleacher Report was the Boston Celtics are out for revenge and they have big aspirations. Agree? There you go. Uh, big aspirations. Yes, out for revenge. I don't know. What they this lost? Team, they lost team in the finals two years ago, and then they lost in the in the in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. I would say. I would. This say, team sometimes comes to me as like apathetic, a little bit apathetic. You know, like. A little bit like, yeah, we're just kind of going through the motions here, you know. Maybe the we'll Jalen be- Brown, Jason Tatum, or mm-hmm. Jalen Brown and the Celtics relationship—is it all good now because he's got money in the bank, or are they still a little contentious? But yeah. but the thing is with with Jason Tatum, he's gonna have to wake up, dude. He's gonna have to. Yeah, I would like to see him like get a little like he worships Kobe and MJ, but he's almost like the furthest thing from from Kobe and MJ, you know, yeah. like. In terms of like killer instinct, you know, like so. 
It's just sometimes he can be asleep through three quarters and wake up in the fourth quarter or vice versa, just, you know, go missing in the fourth quarter. So hopefully, hopefully they, they, hopefully they go farther this time. Hopefully, Hey, they, they haven't predicted at what? 53 wins over under. Uh, The consensus over under is 54 and a half. What do you have? What, what do you think? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over. Oh, I'm gonna man. say, you know, I'm gonna go over on the Boston Celtics. Oh, yeah. hold on. Let me uh, let me note these down so we can do a little like, you know, a little thing at the end. Uh-huh. And and see uh, see where we're at at the end of the season. All right, so what? Uh, I'm I'm if you go if you go over, I'm gonna go under. I'm going over. I'll go under. Hey, are you just doing that just to you know be? No, analogous. No, no, no. no. I I pre- uh, no, of course not. No, uh, I don't have I don't have faith in in their uh, the the Boston Celtics health. I just need uh, to have two, two, three guys that are injury prone, and Al Horford, who is very um, old. All right, you went over, uh, or under. I went over. All right, so we're done with the first one. Anything else in the Boston Celtics? I think high risk, high reward. I'm betting on the risk. I'm betting on uh, a little bit of an. Uh, you know, a little bit more cohesive uh, units. Uh, one more year for Missoula. Uh, um, you know, so the coaching gets a little bit better. I'm going to go over here. Okay. All right. Next team uh, for our Atlantic Division preview, we go the Crooklyn Nets. All right. Uh, Brooklyn Nets, everybody knows uh, uh, what happened, right? Um, what happened last year? Basically, the team blew up midseason. Their starters are Din Witty, McCall Bridges, Cam Johnson, Cameron Johnson, Dorian Finney-Smith, Nick Claxton. Um, key backups: Dennis Smith Jr., Lonnie Walker, right? Royce David, O'Neal, David Duke, uh, Benny Simo, um, and Daron Sharp. You also got Cam Thomas on this team. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, you keep saying Cam Thomas. Do you mean Cam Johnson? No, there's two. There's Cam Johnson oh. and then Cam Thomas. Remember oh. that little point guard guy yeah, who yeah, just yeah. like he had like a couple games in a row of scoring forty points or something. Didn't he also? But then he got <laughs> in trouble because he said like no homo or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So they oh. are consensus and and. Uh, but but end of an era though, so so they finally purged. End of uh, an era, hey, world, the world's shortest era. Mess, messy era. They they purged uh, Harden, Kyrie, and um, and Durant all gone after what five years, four years? Wasn't even that long. It's three years. It was five years. No way they were on that team for five years. <laughs> no, he he left after. Uh, 2019, right? Yeah, but then Season. he was. 
What did was it the 2018? Yeah, Durant left up like after was it 2018 19 season, right? Yeah, it's about five years then, four or five years. (laughs) (laughs) But remember the first year and a half, he was he was out because of his uh, his Achilles. Yeah, yeah, but still, you know, like, but also gone is Joe Harris and finally Patty Mills, they're both gone. Yes, yes, they uh signed Cam Johnson to a four year deal. Uh, a bunch of guys on one year deals. Oh, Cam Johnson, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mikhail Bridges, he's a what? The, he's a face of the franchise right now, but hey, he could also be gone too this season. Yeah, the right they, offer? They, oh, they also lost Seth Curry. Um, oh, yeah, and, yeah. uh, Utah Wananabe. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so this team, they're in clear rebuilding mode. Uh, they don't want to trade McCall Bridges. They think he's going to be like a superstar for him. Uh, you know, McCall Bridges is a great uh, number two. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's not a number one, uh-huh. right? You know, he's going to play. He's going to play good defense, great defense. He could shoot. He's not a playmaker. He's not even a. He's not a volume scorer either. Uh, um. He. Took, I don't know where the scoring is going to come from on this team. He took. Really. He took the uh in the in the FIBA game the the one where the U.S. lost to Lithuania. Uh, he's the one that took the last shot to try and tie the game at the last second. Uh, yeah. Let's just say he's not the guy that you want taking your last shot. Let's just say that he's not. After watching Mikael Bridges, he's not. Yeah, he's not going to be your number one guy. Yeah, yeah, he's not your number one, but he's going to have to be a number one. Every, and I think a lot of basketball hipsters might be like, "Oh, oh, like, you know, uh, he, he's he could be a number one. He can, you know, let's see what he can do." Um, not buying it. Uh, dark horse, very dark horse. Uh, um, Portland, uh, Dame Lillard trail uh, trade candidate. You know, Extreme he likes to he wants to play with Bridges. Dark horse, a very dark horse. They would have to trade a lot of picks and uh, Ben Simo. Um, there are plus ten thousand odds to uh, consensus plus ten thousand odds to win the championship, right? So betting a hundred dollars gets you ten thousand dollars. Okay, uh, some of the longest odds. One of the not the longest, but some of the longest. Um. What it? What do you? What do you think about this team? Um, if healthy, they could possibly make. Because what? So so Durant got last season. Durant got them to like fourth, right? And they dropped to sixth or seventh in the yeah. East. I think this year they could make so what nine and ten make it to the play-in. I would say they make the play-in. That's yes. that's high expectations. That that would that's yeah. me on the high end. What about also, you? they have no, um, they have no picks. They have no reason to tank because their twenty twenty four pick is going to Houston. Okay. Mm-hmm. They don't have their own pick until 2025. Um so so they don't get a pick till 2025 and the 2026 is also going to Houston. Um so 
they're going to try to win, but the problem is this team is pretty do like pretty bad. Like I don't know how they expect to win with this team. Like they have to make a trade of some sort, right? Yep, bent the corpse of Ben or Ben Simmons needs to be a real player, you know. Again, towards but, the end of last season, um, their coach wasn't he like he wasn't even counting on Ben Simmons. He was out of the lineup. They weren't even trying to figure out how to incorporate him into the team they're done yeah i I'm, I'm really low on this team i don't think like mccall bridges he's gonna score 25 a game but other than that i don't know what else they're gonna do so um i the consensus over under is 37 and a half um i'm well under on this 37 and a half okay. um I think their probably best bet is to probably Cam Johnson is an asset. I'm not sure since they signed him when they can trade him. Um, but if they could do a McCall Bridges, Cam Johnson, like trade some of these players who have something of value and just get as much draft picks as possible and rebuild, that's probably their best bet if they can't trade for a Dame Lillard. Um, there's also maybe uh, this team could be in play for um, – um, the point guard from Cleveland, um, Spider. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, a Spider. It's Rudy Gobert and Mitchell. Uh, uh yeah, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Right? Yeah, so they could be in play for Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell, when his contract is up, I believe after this year, this coming up year or after next year. Um, so. That's a that's an option, but then at that point you have the call Bridges, who is now uh, at that point if it's two years, you know he'll be twenty nine years old, right? Um, so let me check Donovan Mitchell's cap situation or his, yeah, so he's under contract this year and next year, and then he's a free agent. So, you know, if they could if they want to sign Donovan Mitchell, a short point guard at twenty nine years old. Um, and then pair them with McCall Bridges and Cam Johnson, and then maybe you could make some trades and um, or through a draft pick you can get some some player in the low post, some low post defense. Maybe you can make a little run at the playoffs or something. But uh, that's two years away, you know. Uh, I I would say right now, definitely under. And and I'm definitely not going against you. Trust me. I I I thought about this long and hard, and I can't. I long and hard. Hey yo. Uh, I can't. Um, I can't go under on all the Atlantic Division. I know some of them might hit the over. Uh, and it's thirty-seven and a half. And if I see them making the play-in, even at, at the tenth tenth seed or ninth seed, I see them winning at least thirty-eight games. Slide over. So you're going over. Slide over because because the Boston, like you said, what what do the what do the what do the Nets have to lose? They 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 can't. Yeah, take... but yeah, but like the team's bad though. Well, like I, I get they're gonna try hard, but you know, um, what if they end up trading? Nick Claxton trying hard can only do so much. <laughs> Dare you? How do you know? Do you know why he? And look, look, and here's the other factor: any kind of injury to this team, uh-huh. it's like any injury to a starter, it's done. Like 
That's it. They cannot afford to get anybody. In. But if it's 37 and a half and I go 38, what? It's just slide over. All right. Like say Cam Johnson misses 20 games. Like. Oh, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Don't even get me started, man. Cause so they have two players that are on FIBA right now. What's the. Yeah. McCall Bridges. He's on FIBA. He gets hurt. That's it. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Uh, are you going to really make hey, it? I'm just saying you got the over in there. If you want to stick with it. No, give me under. Give me under. You're there right. You you're right. You're right. Because this is that's that's gonna heavily factor into my my Knicks my Knicks prediction also. All right, we're moving to the Knicks. You know, here's the lineup, starting lineup: Jalen Brunson, Quentin Grimes, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randall, Mitch uh-huh. Rob. Okay, uh, let's look at their off season. What they did. Um, so, give me a second here. So the New York Knicks. Um, let's see. Oh, let's see. Key backups: Emmanuel quickly, Dante Divincenzo, Josh Hart. Okay. Uh, Isaiah Hardenstein. Um, anybody else? Key backup: This Jericho Sims guy. You can really dunk. Uh, Fournier, you got fifth string Fournier. Fournier still, his $17 million is still hanging out there. The, the pride of France. All right. So who, they they lost Obi Toppin in a trade to the Pacers. They lost Derek Rose, who signed with the Grizzlies. Um, we we saw who they got in. Dante DiVincenzo was the big one. Yeah. They signed Josh Hart to an extension, so they were able to keep him. Um Let's look at the Knicks. Also, their draft pick situation here. I believe they have a lot of picks, which which could come into play here, right? So they own, they have their own pick. They have a Dallas pick if it's between 11 and 30. They have a Detroit pick if it's between 19 and 30. They have a Washington pick if it's between 13 and 30. Okay. Uh, so they potentially have one, two, three, four picks. They have potentially four picks. I would say they'll probably safely have two picks. Okay. Um in this upcoming draft in 2024. So the next, what do we think? What do we think of that starting lineup? You know. Uh I like the continuity. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is a team that Pretty much is bringing back everybody. Uh, Every major player. I, I like the addition of Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah, I like that that too. He's a good good role player. He, I think keeping Josh Hart was important. I think keeping ha- Josh Hart very important. Um, uh, Jalen Brunson. Um, he's going to be good on this team. He's, he's continue to be good on this team. Um, RJ Barrett, he is what he is, but I think, um, I think he's going to do better this season. The, I guess what the big, the biggest looming factor is what are they going to do with Julius Randle? Yeah. The, the biggest thing for me is okay. RJ Barrett, right? Let's, let's go through his regular season stats, right? So, 30, about 30% from three, 31%. Uh, I think if he could get that up to 35, 36, that'd be really, really big deal. Um, he's at about 19, oh, just about 20 points per game. If he can get that up to 23, 24, 
Um, I think that's that's a big step. I think you need you need that from RJ Barrett. You need him to probably be a twenty two to twenty four point scorer and a little bit better better from three. His field goal percentage is pretty low, forty you know forty three percent, which is pretty bad. Um, he needs to improve. Get up to fifty percent field goal, thirty five percent from three. Score 22, 23 points. I think that would be a huge leap. Uh, right. For the Knicks to be taken serious, you need that from them. Um, and then Julius Randle. Listen to this playoff drop-off, okay? He played 10 games in the playoffs, right? He went from 46% field goal to 37. He went to, from 76% free throw to 71. He went from 10 rebounds to 8. He went from points, 25 points, to 17 points. Is it an effort thing with him? Is it a... I know he was kind of hurt, right? He was hurt. Yeah, he had an ankle. Yeah, he had an ankle. But I think think in the playoffs, teams just get smarter, and they basically learn how to... They learn how to uh, defend him, and he just can't... He can't score easily when teams uh, are playing him tough. You know, they're like, hey, go ahead, take these long shots from outside. We know you can't hit them consistently. You know, um, Jalen Brunson, he stepped his game up in the playoffs, right? He went from 24 points to 27. He added five minutes of playing time, right? His three-point percentage dropped considerably down to 32 from 42. But free throws were up by 10%. Um, He scored more points. Uh, Archie Barrett, his regular season to – postseason was even right he pretty much didn't change as a player but the big one was randall randall significantly declined in the playoffs i don't expect him to get a become a better playoff player all of a sudden because he's not a facilitator he's a black hole right right um i do like the backups i do like the the top three backups quickly divincenzo hart right i don't like the backup low post like hardenstein is serviceable Isaiah Roby, like the backup power forward is just really bad. Um, this team is plus 5,000 to to win the championship, right? It's like 14, 14th uh, best odds. And like the they final. are over consensus over under 44 and a half. Oh, that's a tough one, man. 44 and a half. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over with this team. I'm gonna go say over this. This is one of those like regular season teams to me. They should be like fifth, sixth in the East. Um, I'm gonna say slide over for the for the New York. I'm, I'm gonna go under because most of their players are still playing in FIBA. What what's what are the what's the history of players going on long runs? Uh, in in the World Cup or the Olympics. Josh, yeah. Hart's, Josh Hart's playing for the U.S. Uh, Brunson, I mean, like little guys, uh, just playing consistently throughout the whole year. I don't know. No, the Knicks, the Knicks last year, you know, uh, they won forty-seven games, right? So if you're picking, you you think they'll be worse than? Oh, it's considerably worse than last. Could you year. could you imagine then, like the way that the that uh, there's a goddamn coach's name runs these dudes into the ground, Tibbs. Yeah, Tibbs, yeah. I mean, I, again, they, they they had 47 wins last year, right? Based on kind of how I I think I'm going to pick the rest of the conference, I, I think they can get up to 
45 wins. You know, I, I expect them to get 45 wins. I don't really expect I'm going to have a lot of teams get a lot better here. Well, what's their what's their over under? What's their predicted record? Predicted? A 44 and a half. So I think they can get to 45 for me. Oh, okay. Okay. See, uh, I I saw somewhere where they were 46. Um, Consensus is 44 and a half. 44 and a half. I could, yeah, I could see him winning 45 games. And because I was about, because see, what, what I saw was uh, 46 and I had them about 45. So, all right. So we go you know, over, over, right? Over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, third team here is the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, God. All right. All right. James Harden, right? Starter. Tyrese Maxey, Toby Harris, Tobin. Um, PJ Tucker, uh, Joel and Bum. All right. Key backups, Pat Bev, uh, DeAnthony Melton, hey, yo. Furkan Korsmaz, Daniel House Jr., Paul Reed. Oh, my God. Mo Bamba's on this team. They have him at third string, Mo Bamba. Montrez um, with a torn ACL. See, yeah, yeah, he's out. He's already, he's already done, right? Um, this team odds to win the title. Is plus sixteen hundred consensus is about plus sixteen hundred consensus here uh, to win the title. Um, let's go through some key off seasons for them. Um, so seventy sixers here. Obviously, they added Beverly, resigned Paul Reed, resigned Harold, signed Mo Bamba, a bunch of trash. Jalen McDaniels is out, right? Went to the Raptors. Shake Milton is out, went to the Timberwolves. Nyang, bang, bang, Nyang, went to the Cavs. Yeah. And Max McClung signed with the Magic. Um, again, the hard, hardest situation looming here. Uh, so I'm assuming hardest hard is zero motivation, even though he should have all the motivation since he's playing for a contract. Uh, that's, this, is, this is a tough one because he's sh- – he needs to get paid one more time. So he has to put good stuff on tape. But he also is so hate his hatred for Maury right now and the situation is high, you know? Um so I I just think the way this like even though theoretically this is a good uh good pairing, right? James Harden Joel Embiid. Joel uh James Harden can always set up Joel Embiid, right? Um I think Harden wants to play the way he played in Houston and you can't play the way you played in Houston with Joel Embiid on the court, right? That and the depth is trash. The depth is so bad, right? Um, I, I don't like this. I don't like this team. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I, I think this team is going to be the, the chemistry is already bad. Well, I'm out. They, on, I'm so out on the Sixers. I'm out. You also have to get get used to uh, Nick Nurse in new coach. Yeah, new coach, right? Like, yeah, I, I, I'm really, I'm really low, Bleacher really report. low on this team. Bleacher Report, uh, they, but this goes for any team. Bleacher Report said, uh, high baseline if healthy. No shit, dude. Even then, though. Even then, even it's, then. Not even about, it's not even about health. It's about James Harden and his motivation. They, they can't afford to have any of James Harden, Joel Embiid, or miss any significant time. You know, even Tobias Harris can't. Like, 
the power forward position is so bad. PJ Tucker, Daniel House. Um, the the small forward position is bad. You only have to- Tobias Harris. That's it. You know, Furkan Kormaz, okay, sure. But he's not getting any real minutes, right? Um, Never has. The, I, I'm not taking this team. I'm not touching this team. Like in the regular season, I could see this team banking wins, right? In the playoffs, I'm not touching that plus 2,000, um, you know, win the, uh, win the title. Or plus 1,600 win the title. Like, I, I think they're way way overvalued there the, you, did you see who they play the, the who they play their first game who they play the first game toronto raptors oh man the consensus <laughs> over under for this team and this sells a lot okay this says a lot right because last year they, they had 54 wins 54 and 28 consensus over under here is 49 and a half so that tells you they're low on them, right? 49. See, that's a tough line right there. That's tough. Um, oh, my God. Because I could just see this team banking a lot of regular season wins, right? But I'm going to go under. I'm, I'm going under. Stick it to my guns. I'm going under the 49 and a half wins. Uh, I'm, I'm really out. I'm staking my flag that I'm out on Philly. I don't want to hear one word about this team. Overall, how do you think this plays out with James Harden? I think he plays for them. I think he has to play. I don't think anybody – I don't think any team wants him for what Daryl Morey is asking for. And so I think he's going to have to play it out and try to get a, a deal in the offseason. Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't I don't know. I don't think he does that. I think he throws a fit, and I think he comes in fat, out of shape. I don't know what the hell's out of dude. I don't know. I don't like this team. Yeah, I don't like to say I I like Embiid gets hurt in the in if Embiid misses any significant time during the regular season, this is this is an easy bet under. Right? You gotta assume if James Harden or Joel Embiid combined miss 10 games, let's say, right? I don't think this team could survive and win reasonably in the regular season, missing one of those two guys. No. So let's say combined they miss at least 10 games. I would say, you know, that's that should be they lose half of those games. They're under on this bet, right? They're at 49 wins. So um, I, I, I say it's an easy, easy bet on the under for me. Under also. I'll go under. All right. We are in lockstep. All right. Um, the last team here. Do we even have to talk about these guys? We do. We do. All <laughs> right. The Toronto Raptors, right? Dick Nurse's old team. We got starting point guard, Dennis Schroeder. OG Ananobi perennially on the trade block. Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, Jakob Pertle. Okay. Key backups, Gary Trent Jr., rookie Grady Dick, uh, Chris Boucher, Precious Achua. Um, not Otto Porter Jr. still on this team, and so is Thad Young. Um, okay. Uh, let's let. Any other key offseason moves for them? Let's see here. Who's their uh, Who's their coach? Who is the coach? Who's the coach for this team? Let me look it up real quick. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Darko Radjokovic. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. 
So here's who's out. Fred Van Vliet left, right? Delano Banton and Joe Wieskamp. Um, we already went through everybody they kind of added here. Uh, they didn't really add anybody that noticeable. Probably Dennis Schroeder. Uh, listen, Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder is your leading point guard. Uh, that's definitely concerning. Who's like facilitating for this team, right? They hope it's Scott. It's Scotty Barnes, but he kind of regressed a bit in his sophomore year. Oh, yeah, Scotty Barnes, and but Dennis Schroeder is uh the uh, the German Jordan. Yeah, yeah, he's the German something. <laughs> I mean, the twenty eight percent from three for Scotty Barnes is rough. Um, five assists. That's that's not too bad, but again, he's not a lead facilitator. Only fifteen points. He's not a bucket getter. OG Ananobi um, still on this team? Yeah, Siakam's still here. You know, Siakam, he's potentially a trade. He's p- p- potentially a trade candidate, being in his last year of the contract. But the problem is, he doesn't want to really play anywhere else. He likes playing in Toronto, so mm-hmm. I don't think they end up trading him. If if he's like, hey, I want to play in Toronto, unless a team thinks they can win the championship and they're fine with him leaving, um, I don't think really a team tries to go after Siakam. Um, OG Ananobi's always out there, but for some reason the asking price is like three first round picks for him. Um, I think if this team is not playing well uh late in the season, I think OG Ananobi finally does get dealt. Um let's see their future draft picks here. Toronto future draft pick, they have their own top six protected. And if San Antonio gets a pick between seven and thirty, they get San Antonio's, right? So I don't think San Antonio is going to get a pick between seven and thirty. So they're probably just going to have their own pick. Um, the people have them closer to getting the number one overall pick than sneaking into the playoffs. So, yeah, I think the futures bet on Toronto Raptors is plus ten thousand, same as Brooklyn. Um, I would say this team is probably better than Brooklyn in my eyes, um, just oh, because they have. No. I think so. I, I I think I like this team better than Brooklyn. You like, the, you like their depth better? Let's, okay, what's the depth on Brooklyn? Lonnie Walker, Ben Simmons? Come on. I think this Toronto Raptor has – Siakam's a proven player. He's more proven – you know, he's a proven scorer. OGN Nanobi's a little bit more proven. So you're telling me you would take McCall Bridges one season, one season, right? McCall Bridges and Cam Johnson over Siakam and OG Ananobi for one season of production. I I, I think I'm taking Siakam and OG, OG right? Mm. I am. Uh, Dinwiddie, uh, I... Dinwiddie's probably better than Schroeder. No, uh, no way. That's where I picked Schroeder. Really? Over Dinwiddie? All right. Yes. I See, the big one is Scotty Barnes. I think Scotty Barnes yeah. is a third. Is better than any third that the Brooklyn has, right? Brooklyn has Dinwiddie. Is that their third? Dorian Finney-Smith, Nick Claxton. Portal's definitely better than Nick Claxton. And yes, uh, yes. I don't know. I like. I have a soft spot for Nick Claxton. He 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 chopped off his dreads because Durant told him to take the game more seriously. Yeah, well, and then Durant left him. You know? <laughs> yeah, I cut my hair for you. <laughs> Durant probably saw him. He's like, I don't even know who this guy is. Um, <laughs> Toronto finished 41 and 41 last year. They were ninth in the play. They were in the play in. They got but, but how much of the uh, how much of those wins was because of uh, Nick Nurse? 
the continuity of having him as a coach. Yeah, I mean, they let him go, so I guess they felt at some point it was. Uh, um, they let him. He publicly wanted to get out of there. Publicly. Yeah, I think he kind of like overstayed his welcome. So, um, you know what's so sad about this team? This team, uh, they they play one game on TNT, three on NBA TV, and then the rest hey, subscribe to the NBA, uh, the NBA app. Not gonna be so much of uh Toronto this season. Yeah. So let's see here. Let's see. They're over under. Is 35. Oh, let's see. Consensus 36 and a half. 36 and a half consensus. Um, I have to go over, right? Because I, I, I told you uh, I like them better no. than no. Brooklyn. And Brooklyn was, I had under a 37 and a half. I'm going to go over here for the Toronto Raptors. I think the Raptors get to like 40 wins. I, th- I think the team. I'll go under. Because right. if they could get the number one the number one pick, then at a certain point, what if they decide to tank? Yeah, I mean that's 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 a possibility. That's a possibility. Yeah, the tank the tank uh the tank ability here is higher than it is for Brooklyn, right? Because Brooklyn doesn't have their pick. Yeah, yeah. Um but I think that the Toronto Raptors talent is overall better. And I think if they're gonna so- re sign Siakam if they're gonna keep OG and Obi, like, what if at a certain point I, it during, doesn't make sense to tank? Like, what if at a certain point during the season they decide to trade Spicy P or OG and Obi? What if? I I see the thing is this draft class, twenty twenty four draft class, isn't that great, you know? So I don't really see a lot of teams like tanking. No, but but they could use that as asset as an asset, the number one overall pick. Shit. Yeah, but in a weak draft, though, right? Hmm. So, um, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go over for them. Go under uh, for Toronto. Um, so to wrap it, you know, to see what we have here, you had Boston at 54 and a half. I had over. You had under. Brooklyn 37 and a half. We both had under. New York Knicks at 44 and a half. We both had over. Philly at 49 and a half. I we both had under. And then Toronto 36 and a half. I had over. You had under, so we had two, just two picks where we were uh, differential here. Man, this, this this division does have the teams that, if it went sour for them, it would make me happy, the happiest. Oh, I'm not. Who do you fan. who do you want? If it was your pick to like, you know. Um, your pick. Who would you have? Who would you win? Who would you have win? If if you could just be like, hey, listen, I'm going to pick you to win this division. Although I don't like them, and they're probably my least favorite. Let's go Boston. I just like seeing them. I, I like seeing them lose later in the playoffs because I want to. I want to keep. First of all, Toronto doesn't matter. I wish Brooklyn mattered. No, you know what? Let's go Knicks. Let's go Knicks. Bing bong. Bing bong. 
Let's go next, man. They deserve it. They've been irrelevant for far too long. Uh, I think they got a lot of guys on the team that really, that that really make an effort, man. Everybody, uh, uh, you know. All I, right. I, I like Jalen Brunson. I love Josh Hart. Here we go. What about you? Atlantic division odds, okay. To win the division, okay. Thanks. I like, okay. I think um, the Knicks are interesting at plus eight hundred, right? I like the Toronto Raptors at plus three thousand to win the division. Plus three thousand, okay. He, here's my theory, right? You could have the Celtics with injuries go into the tank. All right, you could have the Sixers with injuries completely go into the tank. Right, you have the Nets. Right, the Nets could just be really bad. The Knicks. The Knicks also could just be really bad. Like, say Randall gets hurt or Randall's just trash, disgruntled. They could be really bad. The Raptors, I think, conceivably could win this division. Uh, plus 3,000 Atlantic division winners. I'd say that's the bet. Put a little sprinkle on there. A little sprinkle. Plus 3,000. A little sprinkle. Yeah, listen up, all you all you uh, struggling dads out there. Uh, take your kids take your kids' lunch money. Just put, put like, on the bucks. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> You know, go hungry, you know, do You're, a little intermittent fasting, get, don't it, eat breakfast, take that money and play some bets and win. Kids, kids get free lunch for the most part in all schools. Hey, there you go. Money? Get the food stamps, EBT, EBT, baby, please. Yeah, EBT, get out of that DEBT. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Uh, next week, we are going to Northwest Division, so we're jumping over to the West. Okay. Northwest Division, Denver Nuggets, defending champs. Minnesota Timberwolves, Oklahoma City Thunder, Portland Trailblazers, Utah Jazz. That uh that is the five teams we will cover next. That was nice. I like that. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. The the season seating up, NBA 2K is coming out on the eighth. Okay. Got the pre-order ready to go. It's already you know, I just waiting for the uh just waiting for the go ahead to download it and then we're good to go. Look at you. What are you uh, what are you playing your 2K24 on? I, I, I'm playing on Xbox Series X. Oh man, you're an Xbox guy. Yeah, I was able to get it quicker than the PS5, so that's pretty much it. Oh, that's I thought you were nonconformist because you're you're an Android guy now, and I thought okay, this I was guy. always been an Android guy. I know. No, I, I I've switched back and forth. So I used to be when I um I was N sixty four. After N sixty four, I went Xbox One, the very first Xbox. Okay. Then I went PlayStation three. Oh no! Then after no after Xbox, I went to Xbox three sixty. Okay. My Xbox 360 got the Red Ring of Death. Uh, I got pissed that it got the Red Ring of Death. And I said, screw them. I'm not going to give them my money again. And I went PlayStation 3. Okay. Then I went PlayStation 4. Okay. So, like, for PlayStation 4, I was able to pre-order the PlayStation 4, like, months in advance through Amazon. So far in advance, it showed up to my house one day. And I, I hadn't even known that i had ordered it i was like oh you know what playstation's here you know um so playstation 4 and then um once the playstation 5 and xbox series x came out i was basically like well whichever one i can get first 
and um, Series X. I was able to get it day of, so there we go. Yeah, I've always been. Uh, I've, I've, I definitely had the N sixty four, just like you. I never had the PS one. Uh, the PS two. Uh, I made a girlfriend buy it for me, and then I also made her buy me the Xbox three sixty. And then I had the PS three. And then I bought the PS four. And I just bought the PS5 on a whim because it was finally available at, at a at a GameStop. I didn't even really want it. I got it for the kids. We've played it. I think we've played it like a handful of times. It's okay. It's good. It's good. What was your favorite game on N64? Um, this might be controversial. There's so many good ones. Yeah. But I think I'm not sure if it's my favorite, but I think it's like the most underrated Mario Party. Ah, that was like one of the first Mario parties, right? That was yeah, 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 yeah. Party on N sixty four. Damn, look at you! <laughs> All right, hey, that's a solid pick. Your yours? Uh, it, the Star Wars game, Shadows of the Empire. Ah, oh, man, yeah. I didn't even I didn't even like Star Wars. I didn't even I didn't even know anything about the. I'm Sky surprised Wars. you didn't go Rogue Squad. I know I had this one called the uh, uh, Rogue Shadow Squadron. Dude, bro, that shit was so awesome. It was a uh, Dash Randar, another smuggler, not not like Han Solo. It was dope. Man, eh, I love the. I, I would say so. The 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 game it launched in '96, right? Uh, Mario Party. Yeah, no, 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 '96 um, and '64. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, with Super Mario. Then you also had Perfect Dark, or no, '96. Uh, you had uh, Star Fox came out shortly after, and then Solid Golden game. Eye. So. Oh. Uh, Mario Kart 64, right? Remember 64? Of course. Um, yeah, Mario Kart 64 is really good. GoldenEye is really good. Star Fox was really good. Oh, dude, there's so many good games. Uh, Perfect Dark was okay. Pokemon Stadium was good. Um, let's see what else was on here. Banjo-Kazooie. Legend, Legend of Zelda was the real, like, Ocarina of Time. That was, like, the... That was the game. You know, uh, Super Smash Bros. was revolutionary. That was the first time Capcom released uh, Resident Evil, a a Resident Evil game for for N64, and also Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Oh, WWF No Mercy. Oh. Oh, my God. Mario Tennis was even really good. Mario Tennis was really good. The, The wrestling game you had to get, on N64 was WCW versus NWO. Oh, NWO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Blitz 2000 was just oh, so freaking God. good. Dude, I never had a gambling problem. I'm not a big fan of gambling, but don't put a game of Blitz in front of me. I will bet my house away. I will bet. <laughs> so that's how good I was at Blitz. Um, And I would never let my girlfriend play Blitz. I'll tell you this right now. <laughs> <laughs> 1080 snowboarding. Tony Hawk oh, Pro yeah. Skater 1 and Pro Skater 2. Oh. Both legit bangers. Revolutionized gaming. That that created that that created nerds right there. Indoor boys. All right, let's see. The top here's the top rated N64 games, right? Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Okay, not surprising. Mario 64. All right. Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Banjo Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie was really good. Solid. Perfect Dark was pretty good. Uh, I was uh, I like Goldeneye better. Star Fox was epic. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Wave oh, Racer. Yeah. Of course. 
uh, Rogue Squadron, Super uh, Smash Bros. Sword. Mario Golf. Mario Golf was good. Too. Oh yeah, Super Smash Brothers took the place of uh, of kids playing dodgeball, like kids beating up on themselves. It was just. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, everybody. everybody. I think I I remember um, Mario Party Three. Yeah. Yeah, the games were so good. Oh, dude, and and you know what? I wasn't. Uh, yes, I would get the games. Oh, cruising, cruising USA. Are you kidding me? Cruising USA in San Francisco Rush. I was a big fan of the racing games back in the day. But oh, cruising, yeah, yeah, cruising you, cruising the world. Yeah, God, I love I love those races. And like there was like hidden things in every game. But but you had to you you had to ball out. The N sixty four was the first console you could ball out on because. You have to. You got the controller and the rumble pack. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You had a stunt on these people when you would when you would bring your controller and you had a rumble pack and then your friends didn't. Oh. Or you would let your friends play with a knockoff controller with a knockoff rumble. Oh pack. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those freaking joysticks would go limp after oh, like yeah. after have, like two years, right? Yeah, they would get a drift. Also, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would like slowly. Yeah, yeah. But dude, solid gaming console. Solid gaming console. Yeah, that was uh, one for the ages. You know when when Nintendo was re-releasing their uh, their minis, they had the the Nintendo the NES mini and the and the SNES mini, the plug and play ones. Oh my god, I, dude, I was waiting for them to go like all the way, baby. Sixty four, bring the sixty four mini. Never did, never did. I I think me and um. Ryan, on a whim one day, decided to just like, hey, let's go to one of those like vintage game stores uh-huh. and get an N64. Uh-huh. And we just did. I ended up, I think I ended up spending like $300 that day on oh, N64 stuff and games, you know? Of course. Like, oh, man. Epic time. Yeah. Well, we, we fully digress from any kind of basketball talk here. Yeah, this is the this is the fun part of the podcast. We 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 got to the nitty gritty. Now it's time to to breathe a little bit. Well, well, that's all we got. Good pod. That's all, folks. Uh, Post game pod. We out. <laughs>